0: Hey everybody, it's Grandpa Bill. I want to talk to you about welcoming you to Super Seniors Workouts for Geriatrics, aka Silver Streakers. Grandpa Bill discusses all topics to promote good health and wealth, and all things regarding protecting we seniors. Goodwill ambassadors, and of course you listeners, all kids, 1 to 92, are a major piece in our puzzle to help continue to promote good health for all of us, animals, their people, plants, and this planet. It is with like-minded intuitives such as yourselves that we all will continue to enhance the rejuvenation of all communities. So let's blow our collective minds as we continue to grow together. Now let's get to today's show and welcome. What and all, thanks for being there. Seniors, Workouts for Geriatrics, aka Silver Streakers, with your host and moderator, me, Grandpa Bill. Welcome one and all, we talk all things seniors, health, wealth, physical, exercising, nutrition, those that are... Ambulatory, non-ambulatory, good health, somewhere in between, fixed incomes, retirement, all of those subjects pertinent to seniors, and we also like to think that there is something to be gleaned in life for kids from all ages from 1 to 92. So we'll be here for about a half an hour today, and I want to revisit our workout regimes that we've been talking about via the videos but also the accompanying recovery medicines and a little bit about the nutrition side of it continuing on how you can do that at home for sure and how you can do it a lot more cost effectively with a little tiny bit of onus of yourself a little tiny bit and doing the legwork to do so if it's perceived as such. So we'll get into all of that today, and we thank you for joining us. And when we come back, well, it is a 10-second break here, of course. will be a lot longer in reality because I'm actually off to go to my studio to also do my in-studio Spotify daily show, which will probably have an excerpt or two within the confines of this show as well. So we'll be right back. And we'll be talking about our episode today, Movement, expanding on the last video that I did. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. And thanks for doing so after the break. Have a quick recipe that i'm interested in trying myself i've never tried this combination of tried components of it before but it's a savory breakfast it's actually from a book that i came across on the web called the probiotic kitchen and it's filled with gut healthy ingredients like sauerkraut and yogurt in my very past and now fully retired <laughs> Especially business life then, I also used to delve in cultured foods, selling them and also eating them. They're very good for the metabolism and the gut. So I like the kraut element of this recipe combined with the yogurt element. Reading from uh, my source off of the web that I extrapolated this from the Probiotic Kitchen book so titled... I think the book itself probably goes back a few years ago but both are excellent sources of probiotics those living microorganisms that balance the bacteria in your gut for a happier digestive system And the recipe for homemade sauerkraut included sounds pretty good here if you do use store bought choose kraut from the refrigerated section preferably and the canned stuff doesn't typically contain probiotics so of course if you have garden fresh cabbage your access to all the better but in any event this recipe quickly a probiotic breakfast bowl per their suggested recipe two teaspoons of extra virgin olive oil divided four cups of packed baby spinach four large eggs salt three cups of cooked quinoa one cup of red cabbage sauerkraut i would probably personally take the liberty to mix and add a couple of ingredients i'll expand upon those definitely the red cabbage and, uh, sauerkraut i would include anyway this recipe heat a half a teaspoon of oil and a large skilled skillet i should say until simmering and, and add spinach and cook Tossing frequently until wilted, one or two minutes, and divide the spinach amongst an avocado, peeled and pitted, thinly sliced, one cup of plain Greek yogurt, perfect and preferably with whole milk, two green onions, thinly sliced, four tablespoons of hemp seeds, like that, four bowls, and wipe the pan. Heat. Remaining one and a half teaspoons of oil in a skillet over medium heat, crack the eggs into the skillet and season with salt and cook. Zero. The edges are crisp and the whites are set, in about three minutes. Divide quinoa among bowls, top each with fried egg, the kraut, the avocado slices, a scoop of yogurt. Green onions and the hemp seeds. Serves four. Per serving is 437 calories, 250 grams of fat, 100 milligram, 101 milligrams of cholesterol, and 20 grams of protein, 30 grams of carbs, three grams of sugar, eight grams of fiber, and sodium. The red cabbage sauerkraut. Remove the outer edges of a small head of cabbage chop it up and it goes on to show you how to make that recipe. I would have a lot of suggested substitutions. I'll keep you advised when I actually try them. One would be the new plant-based egg bag from my friend Harold Malashi, CEO, when he was on my show. was. Sent me a bunch of samples of the powdered plant-based egg substitute, especially at the price of, as the old adage goes, now sold more than ever. But I would mix and match. I'll let you know I haven't t- taken the liberty to do that version of an egg recipe uh, with Howard's product, but that's on the menu now. And I probably would do it with some kraut and the avocado. And uh, I'm going to talk in a minute after we go to the next 10-second break about hemp and hemp seed, which I'll actually be showing in studio at my Spotify broadcast, which I'll be taping during the breaks of these shows. So let's take that 10-second break to stay on the overall studio clock the best we can, and we'll be right back. Thanks for joining us. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, and welcome back after the break. First of all, I wanna just talk about a hamstring exercise. Very self-serving today, I'll be doing it. (laughs) But when you're standing, and I'll do a video about this as well. You're standing hamstring stretch, you would actually extend your right leg forward with your foot lightly flexed. Then you'd bend your left knee and lean slightly forward from the hips. And your hands should be on your thighs for that support to do so, and keeping the knee of the extended leg bent slightly, and maintain a neutral spine, and then obviously alternate, you know, knees and legs, and do not round your back or keep your forward leg rigid. That's the whole key. You're actually stretching out your hamstring unique to this exercise. Hold it for fifteen to thirty seconds, and then you know, com- repeat it the other way all right i wanted to get that in before i forgot to do so but i'll be talking about those in another series of exercises here in a moment and then moving forward so weight training principles if you're warming up you should be if you're not you should be and if you're going to begin or somewhere along the way always warm up and seasoned veterans you know always warm up preaching to that proverbial choir, but you must so warming up prepares your joints and your muscles for whatever activity it is you are going to do warm up consists of five to ten minutes of rhythmical movement such as cycling or walking or stretching the muscle groups that you're going to be training and you know Weightlifting, ours are sort of a little bit more specific and, and then stretching, but walking, stairmaster, and the bend and stretch, all the things we talk about. Stance, when lifting in a standing position with weights, curls, overhead presses, proper positioning, how your feet should be a little wider than your shoulder width apart, your knees slightly bent, your abdomen tightened and your back straight, always working your core, your head, keeping your head and neck straight during your lifts. Many injuries are caused by twisting the head, neck, or trunk. You want to never do that with weights, and try not to do it, period. Leverage is reduced, and muscle injuries can occur when the spine is twisted. Always the breathing that we talk about in practice. It is important to breathe throughout the entire exercise. By not breathing, it can stop the flow of oxygen to your brain and cause you to literally pass out. Breathe both in and out through your nose and your mouth. If you are congested or have a cold or whatever, just don't exercise that day. It's counterintuitive. And you're gonna induce your nose running more and so on and so forth. Give your body and yourself that break. And you'll want to because you'll be, you'll have labored breathing if you're congested. So how to breathe, inhale during the beginning of the lift and then exhale as you lift the weight. And when you're doing a bench press, if you are, we don't talk about bench presses as much. I don't have one. And i don't improvise like on my couch and i very seldom do it on the floor so but bench presses you know within for whomever else uh are great exercises so we'll we'll talk about them and then squats i do do and when you are getting close to your strength limit these are all the things you want to do For those that are into it, into it, if you're in a gym or you're equipped to this degree, you know, when you pull on collars and your barbells to whatever degree. And if you don't, the weights can slip off, of course. So make sure you tighten them, causing the other end to die. Those are things that that's when you can twist and drop them on your toes and really get messed up. And the old out is like I've always said before, with all due respect if I don't screw that one up for the nine millionth time. Hopefully respectfully do as I say if it's you know but never do as I do. Always use a spotter but caveat to myself I never ever pick up anything that I know I would drop or whatever. And I don't really do bench presses per se, so my if I drop this and I'm gonna crush my lung or, or whatever. So I'm pretty vigilant about that, but you should always have a spotter, especially especially if you are indeed going to be hefty lifting and using equipment and so forth always have a spotter. always always emphatically infinite infinity and make sure you're keeping your doctor advised of everything along the way so how to breathe inhale during the beginning of the lift and then exhale as you lift the weight And when doing a bench press if you are inhale as you lower the weight to your chest if that's your exercise exhale as you begin to press the weight up and then just if you we were doing shoulder presses or whatever same premise always with safety as we said try not to train alone if especially if you're really training training always have a spotter for bench presses squats when you're getting closer to you if you're going up in weights for sure always have a spotter and a trainer and a coach and a whole bit especially if you're training to compete or something like that Alright, so keep the collars on and don't jerk the weights. You know, if you can't capacitate it, always go low and slow. This is more about movement with weight resistance. Not so much I'm gonna do it with five hundred pounds. If indeed it is within your capacity, ubiquitous audience, with the proper guise of your physician and knowing your own body and what go for it. And congratulations. But most of us, you know, with whatever ailments we have or handicaps or all of the above, low and slow. It's movement and as much little resistance weight as you can introduce. So then we'll talk about caps. Stand a little away from the wall. we talked about the Reiki one with your eyes closed. We highlight that one at the shows. You can support yourself with the hands on the wall, if need be, and bend one hand and knee, and I'll elaborate more on that. I want to breeze through this a little bit to keep the show on the clock. We'll talk about the hamstring in a different way to stretch it out, reclining and pulling it taut and over your head while you're reclining. We'll talk about back hip and buttocks exercises, lower back and neck, stretching. Overall with exercise bands without just overall generalizations in general stretching uh, to include during the warm up for the exercises and then set exercises that encompass stretching to stay limber for all the other things that we'll do then we'll get into how the stretching program for the waist shoulders shoulder triceps chest shoulders neck and shoulders shoulders and upper back again calves standing quadriceps hamstring lower back and back hip and buttocks let's take another 10 second break we come back we'll make it the final segment of this episode thanks for being with us we'll be right back Okay, everyone welcome back and we'll make this the last episode portion of today's show thanks for joining us i want to segue into probably where we'll pick it up tomorrow and that will be how to lift properly learning proper techniques will help us get the most out of the weightlifting, and will help prevent injuries along the way we'll repeat reps and sets for each specific exercise and what we do and how we do it all self-improvised of course at workouts for geriatrics aka silver streakers rep is a short repetition one complete movement we'll define all of that how much weight use enough weight so that we can complete prescribed sets we'll go through all of that proper positioning always revisiting breathing The safety, of course, element, which we kind of highlighted right here today a little bit. and Then you need a day of rest for most of us, excluding myself. I tease a little bit and notice how we're feeling day, you know, after your day of rest. What I wanted to end up on here for sure is quickly going over Virgo smart exercises for those that are seated for whatever reason they are forced issue, you know, you're handicapped, non-ambulatory, if you are still in a structured cubicle working environment, or if you're at your desk all day at home or whatever, you know, stretching ergo smart exercises from harried executives to moms, whatever, squeezing in exercises and movements because of changing nature of work and lifestyles, especially now, so Means that many people are engaging in everyday activities that involve repetition or sustained postures. For those of you that are still working, moving about, have all those daily chores, etc., etc. You know, common sites for RSI's include the neck, the shoulder, the lower back, the wrists, the hand, the elbows, the fingers. <laughs> Maybe something else: elbows. <laughs> Just a little bit. Symptoms range from minor discomfort in the early stages to deliberating pain. And it can include problems like tingling, numbness, limited range of motion, and strength loss for sure. So as with most injuries and illnesses, the best tactic with RSIs is to prevent them from developing in the first place at work, at home. However you're doing, whatever you're doing, unique to your own repertoire, your equipment, if you're fit, physical requirements, your comfort, you know, an extension of what you may be doing in a structured salon, you know, what's unique to yourself and your demographics. If it's an office environment and in a building with a work staff, I used to dabble in this in a formal life as well. There's many folks that come in and will set you up ergonomically. I did that bit in a formal life as well and did some informal training in some larger buildings in offices and environments. But you can ask your trainer to work with you on stretching and strengthening exercises if you actually want to go formalized. And you know that they can get into targeting posture, muscular imbalances, and how to practice good body mechanics and lifting techniques when performing all tasks. I do a knockoff. We go low. We go slow. I do what's been proven for myself. Many clients that have utilized the same techniques and what have you have conveyed positive results. But- Shoulder push and pull, chest and shoulder stretches, standing hamstring stretch we talked about a little bit yesterday. And tomorrow I want to get into more of the heart rate and formula for monitoring exercise and the intensity of using heart rate to moderate what we're doing and how we're doing for the overall good health we seniors, and doing it in moderation. So that's basically it in a nutshell for today on Super Seniors Movement and this issue, Recovery and Nutrition. We'll get into that a little bit more in the subsequent shows. We do do them daily. We appreciate your support and joining us each and every day. We continue to grow exponentially with your help by paying it forward and joining us as we continue to do topics for food for the mind, body, and the soul. We'll say bye-bye for now and make up us. We'll see you again tomorrow. Peace everybody.